You're listening to the Getting Social Podcast, where we get social on entrepreneurship and everything that comes with it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Getting Social Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Balacard. Traditionally, the definition of a power couple would involve mom holding it down at home while dad brings home the bacon. Obviously and thankfully, we have evolved as a society where women and men often interchange their roles and in ideal situations create what we call a power couple. In this episode, I have the pleasure of having my brother and sister, but from a different mother and a different father, Gaeta and Vanya Policard as my guests. We will air out some of the dirtiest laundry right here in front of you all. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nobody cares about that. Rather, we will talk about their journey to becoming the power couple that they are today. We have a lot of fun in this episode of the Getting Social podcast like we usually do. But most importantly, we get some powerful information on how to get better as the most important team ever assembled. The couple. Without further ado, it's time to get social. All right, guys. So let's get personal. You guys are family, so I'm going to treat you as such. Gaeta, I will call you G to make it easy on our guests. And the first question is, what is your day looking like today when uh, you compare to how it looked like before Corona? And I'm going to ask Vanya to answer first because you guys already know I am a true gentleman. So Vanya, please answer the question. Okay, so um, thank you, Jeff, for choosing us and identifying us as a power couple. Truly honored um, and happy to have the opportunity to be a part of your podcast. So a little bit of what my life looked like pre-corona. So I am a nurse practitioner by training. However, I left the bedside a couple years ago where I transitioned into a pharmaceutical company where I served as a clinical specialist for different specialties, but most recently I've accepted a hospital-based sales position. And in the past few years, I've had to travel quite a bit within my assigned territory. So with that being said, when I wasn't traveling before Corona, my weekdays were spent mostly working. That meant answering calls from my customers, teaching healthcare workers at various hospitals that I work in, um, and of course, learning. You never stop work, um, learning as a healthcare provider. And of course, spending time with my boys, that includes G, of course. <laughs> and um, I like to say here too that I've always been um, a very active part of my kids' life, and I had the blessing to always had the opportunity to be a room mom, a room parent for my children. And with that opportunity, what you get is really easy access to their school and you're able to be a part of the activities that are going on. So I really take a lot of pride into that because it truly has allowed me to be a close part of my boy's life. So a little bit about fitness and my exercise routine. Personally, I'm one who really loves a home workout, never really been a fan of going to the gym, waking up early. Um, I, in the past, I've done Pilates twice a week, but um, really always I prefer a home workout. And my afternoons were really dedicated to homework, 
extracurricular activities with my kids, personal improvement. This would be my time to just read a book, watch a show, organize my house, prepare for the next day. And on weekends, we always enjoyed spending time with family, friends, eating out at restaurants, date night. Um, live music is, has always been a plus for us. And of course, for me, because I'm a planner, there's always something relaxing about just preparing for the upcoming week on a Sunday. Um, there's just something about it that brings me great peace. So now fast forward to post-corona. Professionally, I can say that the adaptation has been easy because my work previously required quite a bit of remote interactions. So of course, I haven't traveled as much. So I've been home a lot more with my family and I could say that the transition really has been excellent. At home, what can I say? I think every parent can relate here. And or even if you're not a parent, your routines are off. My kids, I can say they've had a pretty good schedule before all of this happened. But now, honestly, I'm letting them be. And it's okay and because they're also adapting to this new normal. Um, our social life, just you know, to give you a side-by-side -side comparison, nothing close to what it used to be, but I'm also okay with it because I've used this time to reinvent myself and just learn new things. Um, and I'm also taking it one day at a time. Very pleased with your answer, very detailed. You can tell that you're a planner and uh, you plan your answer very, very well. I love it. And it gives us a good idea as uh, how, you know, basically you were before and how you are now and some of the the challenges you have currently and, and how you had to adapt. But one thing that stood out is that, you know, two years ago, you said that you left uh, the bedside as a nurse practitioner and now transitioning more into sales and, and into uh, um, a lot of traveling and not really hospital uh, visits. And uh, knowing that now a lot of people on the front lines are actually experiencing, you know, probably, I don't know, I can't even imagine the, the, the amount of stress or, 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 or tension that they might have, or even pain in certain situations where they have to witness so much, you know, chaos in the hospital. Are you, would you say that you're happy that you've transitioned to what you are, where you are now professionally um, because of this? And you imagine yourself maybe two years ago, if that had happened, maybe you would have to be on the front lines fighting with uh, everybody else. How do you feel about that? Well, I can say that there's a, always a part of a healthcare provider that you kind of like to be in the action. Um, I'm grateful because being able to keep up with a lot of my coworkers and my customers, truly, um, it, it's definitely hard times for them, difficult times for them, a lot of uncertainty, you know, a lot of them are scared. Um, I'm grateful that I don't have to be a part of it, but of course you are called to serve as a healthcare provider. And if that's something I even thought of volunteering at a certain point, um, but you, there's always a little part of you that just wants to be in the middle of the action, but just now it's not my time. I think for all of us, there's a lot uh, to adjust to, uh, regardless of the profession that you're in, you know, you used to travel a lot and obviously now you're not going to travel and that's a huge adjustment, you know, for you, but in, in for the better, at least in my opinion, because you get to stay home more and you adapt and probably, hopefully, will also prove that traveling is not really necessary. You know, it's it, it's just traditional, you know, for people to, to, to do business face to face. But I think one of the biggest takeaways from the past 
four or five months, it's going to be that. It's going to be that we don't need to really be in front of each other in person to do business. So that's what I'm looking forward to. So let's transition to that. And then let's get uh, G's point of view from where he was at before the pandemic and where he's at now. I'm going to try to be a little bit more brief, but uh, <laughs> thank you for having us, uh, Jeff. Uh, indeed, uh, happy to be here. So uh, just to give you a summary, pre-corona, I worked, um, well, I still do. I currently work as a, the VP of a financial advisory firm. So my day-to-day um, was considered was going to the office and seeing clients. And I also presented in uh, public venues a couple of times a month as well. And Vanya traveled a lot, as she mentioned, during the week. So sometimes I had to step up for a couple of days and take the lead in the children. And Vanya and I, as she mentioned, we love socializing. We love going on weekends, uh, restaurants, bars, dancing. And uh, we also went to a lot of kids' parties. So we have boys, Nathan and Liam. So we even used to complain as uh, to having too many of those kids' parties. So <clears throat> sometimes we have, like, there is such a thing as too much, though, believe me. Uh, sometimes there was, like, three parties in one weekend, and literally we had to allocate a budget for birthday gifts because, again, every weekend there was a couple of birthday uh, for the kids. Anyways, so, by the way, we always exceeded that budget because there was more and more parties. Anyway, so we love to travel as well and usually took a few trips with the family every year. So as you can imagine, all that has changed. Um, so in the workplace, no more seminars, no more um, meeting with clients on a day-to-day basis, only for really necessary um, things. So no more restaurants, no more bars, no more kids' parties. I'm not too mad about that part. Little to no socializing, as you can imagine. Anyways, uh, everything's changed socially and and for work for me. We do occasionally um, still have some dancing sessions where we purchase like a a live stream band concert online. There's been a few of them with the since the COVID, so we do that and uh, we project it at the at the family room with some loud sound and drinks. Anyways. So, uh, but thankfully, thankfully, prior to Corona, I had set up, in terms of work, I had set up uh, uh, the garage to work on some projects at home. So I, I was already set up and that transition to continue to man- manage my clientele and my day-to-day operations, I was able to do pretty easily. Um, but the growth part took a hit. We literally got punched in the face in terms of bringing new clients. So we we're trying to rebrand and reposition to grow online presence, as you know yourself, I'm sure, <laughs> very challenging, and that doesn't happen overnight, but I guess we'll be working on that. So, and uh, to focus a little bit more on the pros, we've also spent more time together. We've done some home projects, uh, saved, uh, we've been able to save more money, mm-hmm. and uh, been able to take a step back and assess, adjust uh, our goals, and just have to deal with the, this reality check. Yeah, well, again, very good answer. Thank you for sharing that. And one of the things that stood out was uh, you guys going over budget with uh, kids' parties. <laughs> and knowing G, that's a sin. So, Vanya, shame on you. <laughs> but I, I think some of your answers really resonate with most of us because most of the conversations that I've had uh, recently 
have been quite you know similar there's there's going to always going to be pros and cons and uh one of the biggest adjustments is going to be at at the workplace how to acquire clients uh because it's here to stay and i think the more time that goes by the more we develop those new habits that will force us actually to to be more virtual Absolutely. and more digital. So that's a good thing that you guys are transitioning to that. And uh, hopefully it will allow us to spend more time at home, you know, as the new norm. That's what I'm hoping, you know, just trying to be hopeful and, and, and see if we can get something positive out of, out of this. But um, the way we started the show was to uh, get personal because uh, I'm going to say it again, you guys are family, but this is not the reason why I actually chose you guys as as guests, I chose you guys because I think you guys are doing something very, very uh, worthy of sharing with everyone else. So what I identify as a power couple. So that's the reason why you're here, because I do believe personally that you guys are a power couple. You guys have um, worked at being a power couple. This is not something that happens overnight. But the reason why I have you here is just for you to share with us and the audience how or first of all, what's your definition of a power couple and how do you think? it's important for, for you to establish in uh, today's household. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for giving us, I guess you could call it a, a title. It's not something consciously we, we tried to build, but um, I, I'm glad that we are seen as such. So uh, a power couple to me is basically two people that are not only passionate about one another, like we're, I guess you could say romantically, but also socially, professionally, and on all the different levels. So it's just when two people basically join forces and realize that they're not only uh, they don't they don't only love one another, but they can actually be better and accomplish more as a team. So that's when the foundation, I guess, of a power couple starts. So when we learn the skills, you know, of compromising, accepting criticism, mm -hmm. communicating uh, effectively <laughs> and uh, actively working, you know, just to improve yourself and your personal skills and it just becomes a little easier, I guess, to build something remarkable to, together. Okay. Vanya, what's your take on that? So very similar to what, G just said, but I have just a little you know, different twist mm -hmm. of kind of like, you know, to compare things and just, you know, make it make sense for me. But when I think of the terms power couple, a famous quote comes to mind from the philosopher Aristotle, and it says, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And what it echoes is just the importance of synergy in any given team. So in a relationship, what do you have? You have a team where each person brings something valuable to the table, but we each have to be able to step aside and realize that and appreciate each other for what, whatever it is that you bring to the table. So in my opinion, the so-called power couple has learned, accepted through the years that when they combine their individual parts, as mentioned in the quote, the quality is different and just so much better. Hmm. All right. Vanya went philosophical on us right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is some power couple stuff right here on the Getting Social podcast. If I had a sound effect 
bored right now, I will be playing some sound effects. <laughs> she said she, she, she plans a lot. I guess that was uh, all the reading she was doing last night. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's I think the definition is going to differ from, you know, person to person, obviously. But I think the common theme here is having synergy with one another. Because obviously, if you don't have that in almost any situation, whether it's business, whether it's personal, social, with your kids, if you don't have any synergy, there cannot be any power. There cannot be any success, in my opinion. So, and that's um, for a that, couple, that's for a business partner, yeah. that's for having a great friendship, and that's for so many other things yeah. as a parent, and all of that. Absolutely. So, that, it's the foundation, and synergy is the foundation. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, tell us I know it's, a, it's been a process. Of if you, obviously, I think, you guys, I think you guys have been together for basically 20 years. So, um, tell us about some of the challenges uh, when building that powerhouse, some of the sacrifices that you guys had to make, and, and tell us overall what the whole process looks like. Because I don't think, in, in my opinion, again, I don't think it's something that happens overnight. It's something that you have to put work into. That's something that you have to sacrifice for. It's something that, you know, you have to, you Just know, go through, through <laughs> challenges. Say it again. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. So what, what, what were some of those challenges, if you can remember any, and, and the sacrifices that you made in order for you guys to be at this, at this point right now? You want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I can go first. G doesn't want to say any challenges for him, so it's been super easy. <laughs> <laughs> So just, you know, if you go back, just talking, you know, in general, going back to my school days, right, your psychology class, what do they tell you for any successful relationships, you have like almost like a recipe, right? You have important components that come into play. And to me, and they're not in order, I think on top of my list is communication. And why do I say communication? Because it's something that I have personally been working on and I'm still working on it every day just to improve my communication skills and this is in general you know professionally in my marriage with my children you know just kind of expressing your feelings and getting your point across um, effectively because and we do with my healthcare background we do talk about that in healthcare right when you deal with errors and things like that in a hospital setting for example is are we communicating with each other or are we communicating effectively? So I think it's the same thing for us. So when, you know, I have a misunderstanding, am I able to express what I'm feeling to my partner? Um, so again, I still do a lot of work just trying to improve that every day. Um, I think spending time with each other is just, it sounds simple, but um, that's something that I think that we have both made, made in our, you know, throughout the years, we've made it a priority where we just, you know, make time to be together, right? Whether it's watch a movie, discuss whatever it is. Finances, as you could probably see here, that my husband is very <laughs> financially oriented. Um, so he loves to discuss finances any day. Always have time for that. That's right. So, um, you know, making time for each other. Um, another important one for me, and of course, this is completely personal, is just shared responsibility. Um, because of course, like Jeff mentioned at the beginning, um, times have changed, right? Women work and men work. So we're both, 
actively out there just working on, you know, getting paid so we, you know, get our, pay our bills and take care of our responsibilities. So for me in the past, I've worked very long hours. Um, you know, I've traveled quite a bit for work. So you really have to depend on your partner and that other person. And I do it blindly because I have a hundred percent trust that things are just going to be taken care of. I'm not worried. And that's how I'm able to deliver and be my best at work. Right. And just do what I do well. So I am very grateful for his support and I never take it for granted. And it's also letting the person know that. So that's something that has been extremely important for me because I've always worked. Um, so respect, respect, respect. I can't say it enough. Um, but I think that's something that comes naturally when you make your partner a priority. Um, automatically, then, you know, respect will just flow naturally. And finally, I think patience, um, because we're constantly learning to accept and love each other. Um, you have two people that come from two completely different backgrounds, upbringing, and you put them in a house together and you just expect them to coexist. Well, you know, things are going to be different. I'm not going to fix the bed like you did when you were growing up. This is just an example. It didn't really happen. But um it's just, you know, work. you just have to learn to find love in everything that you do and just learning to accept each other in your day-to-day -day life. And finally, I don't think we can talk about powerhouse without talking about finances. Because finances, money can be a huge source of disagreement in a relationship. So we could go on and on. We could talk about until tomorrow about finances and money in a marriage, but, or in, you know, in a relationship. Um, but what I have to say about it and what, what I've learned through our challenges um, through the years is that you have to talk about it. You have to make it an agenda item, meet about your finances, set goals, gather your courage to tell your partner what you like and what you dislike. And also learning to, respect their relationship with money the same way they need to learn to respect your relationship with money. And really in a, the simplest way, you just have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to ask G to add to that, but from a different perspective. So you've said something in the beginning of your answer, um, or maybe it was the previous answer that the whole is greater than the sum of all its parts. And I think this resonated with me as part of your answer because um, what I'm looking for also from you guys is the balance. And I think towards the end of your answer, you started uh, talking a little bit more about the balance between you guys. Like, for example, you know, uh, G is financially, financially oriented and, and focused and you, you are more on the planning side. So for me, I think uh, a team, because you guys, in a power couple is a team, it's a team of two, but it's still a team. And when I look at sports, you know, I'm a big fan of basketball, as you guys already know. Um, you're only as strong as your team. You might not have the best player in the world. A lot of times, if we don't have a team that's on the same page, it's not a powerhouse. And uh, it might be talented. It might have, again, the best player, the best coach, whatever, the best city, the best fans. But if, if they're not on the same page and there's not balance, so, you know, someone is good at passing, someone is good at dribbling, someone is good at, at rebounding or whatever, when you put all that together, it's the whole that you were talking about. So for you guys... What, where do you think that balance is? You know, how do you guys see each other as far? Okay, I'm great at that. I know that might, you know, 
create some attention <laughs> saying like, oh, well, I'm good at that too, you know, but still someone is better at some things than the other. And how do you think these things complement each other? Well, um, there's this famous uh, joke I, I like to use. So when people say, so how do you guys, how, how has it been for you guys being so uh, together for so long and you guys <laughs> seem to be getting along great? And I mean, the, the answer is simple is um, I, I always have the last word, you know, <laughs> so wh whatever she says, I say, yes, honey, you know, <laughs> so, that's it, game over, <laughs> we all win. <laughs> exactly. So guys, you always need to have the last word and that last word is yes, honey. <laughs> no, no, for real though. Um, I mean, that's a great question in terms of finding balance is to me is just being able to and willing to change accept change and working on yourself uh, so we, we i know you you're really into for example um self-improvement and reading books and but when it comes to relationships if you want to have a great one just like work or anything else uh, earning your degree or, or whatever there's always improvement and there's always uh things to learn when it comes to um building a relationship and finding balance and, and things like that so it's a process that again uh, being able to tr change learn improve and then repeat and then repeat mm -hmm. and then repeat mm -hmm. <laughs> so you reach a point where uh sometimes you 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 want to say no not this time you know i'm not changing again or or we we've had times where you know challenging moments in, in our relationship and uh but it's just being able to uh, finding balance, as you said, so being able to regroup, go back to the drawing board and expressing, you know, how we really feel. Sometimes we say things we don't mean or just came off the wrong way or it could be interpreted in, uh, in the wrong way. So it's just finding the middle ground all the time and uh, where we can coexist, you know. Well, look, I mean, uh, first of all, you were one repeat away from being in trouble. <laughs> I was like, please don't say it again. <laughs> and in terms of the challenge, I mean, the, the big the big one is, is failure because you have to be able to not only realize that there is going to be failure and you just have to overcome that failure and, you know, and building something great is... It's never going to be a walk in the park. So, and you, you are going to fail no matter what. So if you just, you just have to move on from that failure and then again, regroup. Well, jokes aside, one thing, another thing that resonated with me from your answer is, um, yeah, you, you, you should be working on yourself a lot. You should be working for work, your profession, uh, you know, uh, self-improvement and all that kind of stuff, but you should also work at, the relationship or on the relationship and also at the relationship because if it's also a process if you don't put in the time and and that's that's true and and i think sometimes and i'm guilty of it too not spending enough time to work on the relationship and all everything around it to focus on how i can improve myself and improve for the other people in my family but it's important to also work at the unity and the 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 the, the team that also runs the household. So that's a, that's a great piece of advice. And I think a lot of people miss that. And that's, I think that's why maybe they're not, you know, 
power couple, quote unquote. And, and I think that's where it is. It's, even as teammates also, it's the same thing. You have to sacrifice for each other. You have to work on your own personal skills, like your, your workouts, but also the team practices, you know, are as important, if not more, you know. I see it so many times and I hear it even from friends and other people. You know what? That's just the way I am. And if she doesn't like me that way, then so be it. Mm. Then, you know, we hear it every day and it's, it just doesn't work that way. And then that goes for, for everything. Again, even for a friendship or something, you got to be able to compromise and, and yeah, reinvent yourself. And if you really want to have a healthy relationship, it goes both ways. Each, each person has to, not only adapt but also hey i realize he doesn't like or maybe when i use this approach it uh it resonates better so let me try this different approach you know so for a relationship work relationship and that's definitely not any different for 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 a marriage yeah that is a very wise way of thinking so that's for sure super important if anything you can take away from this interview is I think it's one of the most important parts. So that's the foundation in my opinion. And that's something that we should all revisit for sure. So, but now let's continue on because this is the foundation of what we're going to be talking about in the next few minutes. And uh, a recurring theme in my recent podcast, I've been the ability to adjust and identify pockets of opportunity in our new reality. And you guys are a true testament to that um, because you just launched a product resistant bands. You know, one of the hottest products and resistance bands allow you to work from home, allowing your body to be shocked a little bit because it's not used to those type of movements. It's not used to those type, that type of resistance. So your muscles need to adjust a little bit. But anyway, what I want to ask you guys is the process of coming up with the idea, number one, and, and getting on the same page as far as, okay, we're going to do this, but we're going to do this together because it's obvious that you guys are collaborating on this and using each other's strengths that you guys have been working on for the past X number of years to create a product uh, and, and sell it online. So walk us through that, that process. Well, I have to give Vanya the credit for wanting us to, to work together on a business mm -hmm. because it is something that uh, she's been preaching for years, always asking, hey, babe, we should try to build a business and do something together. But we've always been, you know, so busy with our professional lives that uh, we never really got to it and never had the chance to really sit back and, and, and come up with something. So with COVID, we, so as we mentioned earlier, we were able to take a step back and found more time together and stuff like that. So we've had a little, um, we put our efforts together and started something, you know, from the, from the ground up. So in terms of the direction we took and why we went with uh, resistance bands and, uh, and the fitness industry, I would say is because we've always been into health and fitness ourselves. We're not the gym type though. Like, so you mentioned you go to the gym, for example, a couple of times a week. Uh, we've both tried it throughout the years and it's I don't know it, it never worked for us so we've always been into fitness though but we've always done workouts at home uh, we'll do like videos we've had trainers over FaceTime even before COVID this is becoming really popular now but there's something we've been doing over FaceTime having a coach uh, I don't know there's something about doing workouts in the comfort of the home that just worked for us um, from 
from years back, even even before. So, um, so when COVID hit, we again started thinking of ideas, and we realized that the most exercise equipment was being sold out everywhere. So you can even find dumbbells right now, right? I, I think you were telling me you were looking for some, a, a pair as well online, mm -hmm. and it's just not available. You gotta you're on a waiting list or back order or whatever you want to call it. So we thought to ourselves, hey, I mean, things are changing and people are probably going to continue to work out from home for a while. So that might be a good window of opportunity. And then from there, uh, together, we did some research, contacted some su suppliers and, you know, the whole nine yards and commit was uh, built. Anything you want to add, Bray? Nice. You said mostly everything. But, you know, at least for me, I can say I just I wanted to have fun in the process. Like I mentioned earlier, um, post-COVID, I guess, the way I've been dealing with, I shouldn't say my anxiety, but just, you know, I've been a little overwhelmed with everything going on and just, you know, our world changing. And the way I've managed that is just by keeping busy, learning new things and just, you know, doing a lot of home projects. Like I've done things that I never would have done pre-COVID. Um, so that was one of them for me. I always wanted to sell something online. I didn't know what it was. Of course, my brain was always, you know, thinking about clothes, clothes, clothes. But when it happened and we looked at just, you know, the numbers and, you know, how well the resistance bands were, you know, were doing. So it just made sense to do it. But above all is to just have fun with it, learn. And, you know, having my products out there just a few months later, and so far the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. It just makes me happy. And, you know, getting those, you know, the messages from customers and, you know, it just, there's something about it that just brings me joy. You guys are onto something because, um, like G mentioned a little earlier, that you guys are not gym people. And I think a lot of people are not gym people. It's okay not to be a gym person because... It's not for everyone. I enjoy it because, you know, I go, I'm in my, I'm in the zone for literally like I, you know, I try to shoot around a little bit and if I run or if I do elliptical or whatever it is, I listen to podcasts. I, I, I sometimes watch something or listen to music. If there's a new album out or whatever it is, I try to disconnect a little bit from, you know, the day to day. And that's kind of like why I enjoy it that much. Um, but, you know, do I miss it? I do a little bit, but, is it the end of the world if I don't go anymore forever? Not really, because I think uh, adjusting to uh, working out at home that I, you know, just started to do again is uh, super efficient. That's one of the things that we're going to be more uh, of is efficiency. We're going to have we're going to have a lot more thinking behind the time that we spend doing certain things because going to the gym will, you know, you, you should probably put at least 60 to 70 minutes, you know, if you count going there, parking, if you go with a car and, and, and checking exactly. in, all these it's things go for an hour, but the whole process is really two hours. Exactly. You know, so that's where I'm like, man, I can stay here. And actually I did a workout with Saray. I think it was yesterday outside the kids in, are in the pool and we're, you know, we're, you know, we're committing, you know, so it was, it was kind of fun. And uh, I think, you know, having that, you know, a couple of times a week is, is better than going to the gym. So, you're onto something. I think a lot of people are going to be wanting to uh, work out from home. So that's, that's great. Um, and um, yeah. And uh, I think Vanya said that it made a lot of sense 
I'm sure for you, Vanya, it's sense, S-E-N-S-E, and for G, it was C-E-N-T-S. <laughs> <laughs> so here's your balance right there. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys... That's a perfect transition to to the next question because I'm a big fan of branding and storytelling. Um, you know, I know you already told us a little bit more about a little bit about the brand and the the the, the story behind the brand. But let's talk about the expansion, the potential expansion for the brand because I think the story behind Commit is something that people would be interested in for many reasons. I think the fact that you guys are a couple, I think it's a great. Uh, marketing tool uh, because it's a great story the fact that you guys are you know committed you know to growing this business is a great story and showing my lines man <laughs> <laughs> well uh, hey listen this is a given this is not rocket science here this is going to be used over and over again <laughs> so it's it's um, to to include your story your marketing strategy in order to generate more interest from your audience is definitely something I know for a fact you guys are going to be doing more of but if you guys could give give me an uh, an idea of your vision as far as the expansion of the brand and how you could expand uh the you know the 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 product range All right. So you mentioned committed, uh, I guess a little background in the brand and what it's all about. Um, so commit actually came from the word commitment, which uh, to us is a very powerful word, I guess so many different levels. So we've learned throughout our lives, uh, the power of commitment and how important it is, you know, to achieve big goals and to get to where you want to be. You, you have to be committed, as you said earlier. So we wanted uh, a brand that spoke to that. And uh, so being a fitness brand, we want our customers, I guess, to give you an idea of where we're trying to go with this, is we want our, our, our customers to be committed to being healthy. And we will be committed as ourselves to helping them get there on that journey of being healthy, which, which is a challenging one. As a startup, There's so many avenues we can take with this and already we've already shifted from the original trajectory we thought we were going to go. We started with Commit. We wanted to just, um, Vanya, as she mentioned, she's always wanted to have an online store or sell something online. And I've had some experience with Amazon. So uh, I, again, earlier mentioned we saw a little window of opportunity in the fitness world with COVID. So the idea originally was just to have a product and sell on Amazon because we're a huge fan of their platform and uh, we use it on the, well now daily, I'm, I'm sure you do too, but anyways, so, uh, but we really never thought we would start gaining, I guess, some traction um, outside of that in terms of, you know, people reaching out and say, hey, we, we love what you guys are doing and uh, I think you have something. A lot of people have reached out and, and told us, that, I guess, we're on to something and we had to sit back and be like, hey, maybe instead of just having a product online, maybe we can indeed build a brand out of this. So, yeah. So, But for the most part, things are changing fast. We're going to evolve. We're staying flexible and we're up for the challenge. That's great. Uh, Vanya, you have uh, anything to add? Nope. I think he said everything, really. How do we find you guys? 
So you can find us on Instagram. Um, our page is at commit.store. And we also have our online store. It's www.commit.store. And that's commit with a K, guys. Um, so we'll make sure to leave the information on uh, the description notes. And I want to thank you guys. Uh, well, this, this is my very first trio uh, or threesome, you know, on the Getting Social podcast. <laughs> Poor choice of words, brother. <laughs> that's actually a perfect choice of words. <laughs> but um, I want to thank you guys for accepting my invitation. Um, I had a lot of fun, and I hope that you guys did as well. And 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 obviously, I hope that the people that are listening um, uh, also got a lot from this because there's a lot to learn from what we spoke about today uh, on the power couple side and on the entrepreneurship uh, that you guys bring to the table. Also, so uh, again, thank you. And if you guys have any last words, now it's your time. No, I mean, I want to thank you for having us again. I, I didn't expect it and uh, I didn't know what to expect either. So, but it's great. I also had a lot of fun uh, being on the, on the show here with you. So thanks. Thanks for having us. And again, uh, thank you for giving us a chance to share the story of Commit. Yes, thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Again, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I have been reinventing myself. So I've done a lot of things that I haven't done in the past. And this was my first podcast. So there you I'm go. super excited about that. So it was awesome. Not only did you have your first threesome, but also we popped your cherry. There you go. Oh, <laughs> All right, time to go, man. <laughs> We popped your podcast, Cherry. It's a very educated audience. They get it. Have a great night. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to the Getting Social Podcast. If you know a friend that would benefit from this episode, please share it. And remember to subscribe and review.